This morning in North Carolina, wheels are spinning. Determination is winning. A passion is now a thriving business, and it shows no signs of slowing down. How? The power of a conversation, like the one Clint Spiegel had with First Horizon Bank about starting a bike wheel manufacturing facility in Asheville. Now it's not just talk, it's rubber meets road. First Horizon Bank, let's find a way. Go to firsthorizon.com slash Clint. First Horizon Bank, member FDIC. Ladies and gentlemen, the weekend. I'm going to need everybody to take a deep breath. Everybody just slow down. Everything's happening so fast. You've got to take a deep breath. And if you don't, I'll turn the show around. I promise. I really will. I'll take us right back. It's Chuck and Churn off here until 6 o'clock. Chuck uh, on a little vacation. January's taxing, so he'll be back on Monday. Front office Los, you know him as Carlos Medina. He's in for the king. You can hear Carlo on the uh, Morning Extra program over on our sister station, Extra 106.3. Atlanta's only conservative news and talk station. You can download that extra app to listen in over there, 6 to 10 in the morning with Tug and Rhino and the rest of their wonderful lineup. Okay. That makes it political. I know. I was just making it cross-promotional. Um, all right. Here's where we start. Again, Belichick, Belichick Watch 2024. It continues. Here's what we do know. And I say what we know. Diana Rossini knows it all. <laughs> Diana might be on the trip with Bill. I don't know. But uh, Belichick was, according to Rossini, flown into Atlanta last night on one of Arthur Blank's private planes. How many does he have? My goodness. Uh, they had dinner last night. We still don't know where. Like, everybody's throwing out guesses. I want to know if it was, maybe it was a private dinner. They had something brought in from Uber Eats. I don't know, but I need to get answers. More meetings to come today. There were reports from Josina Anderson that the interview was happening today. There was another report that said it would be Rich McKay in the room, Terry Fontenot in the room, Greg Beatles, and, of course, uh, Bill Belichick discussing all kinds of things. I think the most important discussion point Again, if they've gotten to this point, is the distribution of power. Is Bill want to run the show completely again? Can Bill work with Terry Fontenot? What's Rich McKay's role? How is it going to all work out? How are they going to present it to the media? Like, there are so many things that I would not just assume this is a complete done deal. There are potential stumbling blocks here, Los, that could break up anything because you've got a huge ego in Belichick who wants to run it his way. And as much as Arthur is committed and he is like, this is pot committed, he might have a different idea about what he wants as far as the power distribution himself. If you've ever tried to vacation with, let's say, three or four different families and plan a dinner, okay, like that's impossible. You just know how hard that is. Now imagine what happens when you get a bunch of very powerful, very wealthy people all in the same room and you're having to determine who gets what, what's going on, who gets to eat and why. I mean, that's that's what we're talking about here. And as much as it sounds like it's getting to the point where it's a done deal – you never know what little thing could be the reason where last minute Bill Belichick might say, hey, I want to bring in this guy, and he just so happens to be somebody that maybe somebody else doesn't like. Well, you, you just never know how this plays out until it's all over with. So I agree, and here's the – because there probably is a little push of, like, I want this and some pushback of, well, we don't want to do it that way. But I, I would assume, and this is the funny part, I would assume Belichick knows it at this juncture <laughs> Arthur is in, in, in. This has been such a public chase. 
that it would be impossible for Blank and McKay if they were to introduce Ben Johnson at the press conference to go, this was our first choice, if the Belichick thing fell apart. But, but the odd part of this is it doesn't seem like there's any other interested parties. And I don't know that for a fact, but just reading the tea leaves, whatever they're negotiating from a salary standpoint and from a power standpoint, feels like they would be negotiating against themselves. Yeah, the, the way it, it we have yet to hear of Bill Belichick being flown anywhere else. And the only other report we had was the one you had from Pro Football Talk yeah. about getting some lukewarm interest. So Mike Florio at PFT said there was a belief that the Cowboys and Eagles both showed interest in Belichick, but it wasn't reciprocated. So behind the scenes, in other words, Jerry or somebody threw the Cowboys, somebody threw the Eagles. You put the call in or somebody puts call in, hey, would Bill be interested if we had an opening? Would Bill want to talk? And it didn't sound like. He wanted to talk. I don't know why or, you know, the, what I don't know that I believe is, and this is from Florio as well, Belichick is believed to be done with big market media. He's more inclined to go to a place like Atlanta. That feels like a shot right over the bow at us. Well, I, I'm sorry. He doesn't think at a press conference where he's looking at D-led, Mike Bell and the Falcoholics, not a big deal. Isn't there something to the, the media idea elite. that if you deliver what has not been done around here since 2016, 2017, then... At that point, you're like the crown prince of Atlanta. You like, if are. you get a home playoff game in January next year, would you not be thinking, wow, thank you, Bill? I don't know that he cares about that, though. That's the one thing, right? Like, what you're saying would matter to mere mortals and to people with feelings and emotions. I, I, I just don't know if that matters to Bill. And I, Is he human? I don't know. <laughs> you know? I don't, I, you answer that. You've seen him. The guy, he won a championship and on the podium was like, we're back to work. He's like, all right, we celebrated that for eight minutes, so I don't know if he's human. But what I will add is the people in Boston, when they heard about his doesn't want to deal with big media market stuff. I was watching NBC Boston today. And they were like, this is crap. I mean, the Boston media, which is typically harder on athletes and players in a lot of places, they were saying how kid-gloved Bill was. The press conferences became a joke because Bill didn't want to play, didn't want to answer, and the Boston media said just, you know, was a chef's kiss to him all the time. And that happened in a difficult media market. We are not that. This is a very easy place to lose. We get over stuff quickly. We move on to something else. And in the media's case, the next story that comes up, there is not going to be a columnist, Loesch. You know how, like, you know, in Dallas, right, Skip Bayless was a columnist there. Or in other places, there is typically a columnist that will spend his life trying to ruin a coach if he doesn't like him. That doesn't happen here. Doesn't happen no, here it, on radio either or TV, so it is a different scenario. And in larger markets, it, it ends up being like three or four people that are all trying to do this to you. Here? Yeah. I, I, do you think we're going to have a moment where – Poor Nick Cellini gets attacked during a press conference from Bill Parsons or Bill Belichick, and then it turns into, I'm going to use every show to, to, to go after Bill. No, it won't happen because it doesn't happen like that around here. Well, the thing, by the way, is he doesn't attack Bill in press conferences. Bill just doesn't answer. Like, right. You think you could be asking the most interesting, salacious question of Belichick. It could be, now the quarterback thing will be a big debate next year. Bill will not play with you. He will never do it. Now, everything that people say behind the scenes is he's a lot more gregarious. He's a lot more open. He's affable. But then when he gets in front of the media, he's never going to give you anything, which is a perfect way to get into our Falcon coaching search day 12. The Atlanta Falcons coaching search day 12. Seriously, how many more of these do we have? As long as it takes. We're in for the long haul at this point. Let me give you the other stuff, and then we'll circle back to Bill. The Falcons have requested to interview Joe Brady, the interim offensive coordinator of the Buffalo Bills. Brady was on their search in 2021. At that point, uh, the Falcons hired Arthur Smith. They said Brady was somebody that was very close at the end of the race, but they ended up liking the experience they thought from Arthur Smith. So they circle back around to Brady. We'll see what happens there. The Falcons were scheduled to interview Aaron Glenn, 
Raheem Morris as well was on the list. There was some talk about Mike Vrabel. We'll see where that ends up going. But, Lois, let me bring you back to Belichick. Some within league circles, and Mark Maskey wrote this at the Washington Post, that if Belichick does end up in Atlanta, his coaching staff with the Falcons could include the same band of characters, right? Josh McDaniels, Matt Patricia, Joe Judge, just to name a few. If Belichick is hired, then Steve and Bill Belichick, Nepo babies, would end up working for their father in Atlanta. They have been reportedly offered jobs in New England by Gerard Mayo and his staff there. So we'll wait and see how that works itself out. But that, to me, two things will be the most interesting part of Bill. What does Bill want to do at quarterback if he gets the gig? And what is he going to do with his coaching staff? Because it would be very easy to run it back with all these guys because the comfort level at 72. Is he willing to change it up? And thankfully, Bill O'Brien's off the board, so he can't run that one back. Is he willing to do something different at this stage in his career? I think that's going to have to be question number one at the press conferences. First off, why Atlanta? What's the separation of powers? And then what is the optimistic goal at quarterback? And and that those are it. Those are it for me. So here's the other thing I wanted to share with the audience, right? Yahoo Sports pulled six, as they call it, highly positioned league sources, three on the coaching side, three on the personnel side. They were asked to rank the remaining coaching openings. And the Falcons ranked third. I don't really care about all that. But what they did write, I thought was intriguing. Uh, They write an interesting twist when it comes to the Falcons is the repetitive history of coaches or executives moving on from the franchise with stories about blank being a team owner who, as they write, required tending to (laughs) on a regular basis, whether it's taking blank through film sessions from a previous game, answering questions about coaching decisions, or just a general way of micromanaging some decisions. Yahoo finishes up by writing blank is not considered to be a hands-off owner. We know that historically, if you were to put the Seahawks, for instance, in a set it and forget it ownership style on one end, and then Carolina's David Tepper on the other end, they write blank would fall somewhere in the middle involved, perpetually inquisitive, but not overbearingly difficult. How does that work with Bill? And they, again, we keep saying this. The deal's not done. There has been nonstop interaction between Arthur and Bill Belichick. Arthur wants Bill in the worst way. I don't know who else in the building wants Bill, but Arthur wants Bill. Can they coexist with the structure that Bill wants, that Arthur wants? Or is Arthur Blank Lose at a point at 72 years old where he is willing to let Bill dictate terms? That's an answer we won't know until the name is on the dotted line and they tell us at a press conference. Yeah, you never would know when that that moment hits of, all right, I was probably a, a, a just a hell of an ass kicker for long stretches of my career. This is how I built this program and that program. Now I'm going to scale it back a little bit, and I got to go find the best I can and let him do his thing. Maybe that's maybe that's the new version of Arthur Blank because as we we pointed this out, you have not had a situation where Arthur Blank has gone out and hired the guy in terms of experience and Super Bowl resumes to him. He's never done that. So he's tried, though. Yes. That, he has, he, he wanted, has tried to do that with Parcells, trying right. to get him here to run He things. wanted to run the organization. He wanted Joe Gibbs to be his head coach. For whatever reason, that never came to fruition. So he's tried this before. But I don't know how set Arthur is that he doesn't want to move on from Rich McKay, that he doesn't want to move on from Terry Fondo. I don't know what that structure would look like. Because if Bill Belichick, there's a chance Bill could say all the right things, right? You know how this one goes. Yeah, I can work with Rich. Yeah, Terry and I will be fine. Then when things start to move, you know Bill's going to use his power to usurp whatever else is out there if it came down to that. Which happens in a lot of these scenarios where the meeting, the interview goes one way, and then once you start trying to work together sometimes, it just doesn't happen. But again, I would describe this as at the five-yard line, there always could be a chance of a fumble, if they were to disagree on the distribution of power, control, but it seems like everything's trending in the direction of getting this deal done. And as weird as it sounds, Bill Belichick becoming the 19th head coach of the Atlanta Falcons.
if, if he doesn't get this job, I don't know if there's another one out there right now. Well, he might recognize that too. Yeah. Right, and that's the other part of this that I can play my hand and you'll play some poker trying to battle for the, the, for the power, but if there's not another player waiting for you on the other side, certainly could change the outcome. That's our Belichick Watch 2024. I feel like we need a close. That's the close of the Atlanta Falcons coaching search. And it looks like something kind of maybe a little happened. Now back to two guys who are pretending to know more than you, Matt and Chuck. I think when we say it with conviction, we do sound like we know stuff. I, I, I always subscribe to that theory. So now what about the quarterback? That'll be the next question. If, in fact, Belichick gets the deal done, Falcons bring him in, we all will ask until they figure out who's the next quarterback, what is Bill thinking? Well, all the free agents and all the, the veteran quarterbacks – that come to your mind are the ones that everybody will mention, right? Kirk Cousins at the top of that list, Justin Fields, a few others. Well, Cousins did an uh, interview with CBS where he talked about Belichick, and first of all, he paid him a compliment in the kind of uh, challenge it was to play Belichick's defenses through the years. Great respect for him as a coach, like everyone else in pro football. I mean, if you go to that many Super Bowls, win that many Super Bowls, go to that many conference championship games, have the defensive production that he's had for years and years, it says it all. We played him last year on Thanksgiving night, and once again, I I noticed several times what he did coverage-wise was challenging, and it was different. You always know when you play him that you're kind of looking over your shoulder wondering if what you're seeing is correct because you know he usually is going to break the mold and do something different. That was always the compliment given to Belichick that he was going to try to make you play left-handed if he could. He was going to try to take away what you do best. Kirk Cousins had to play against him. Well, what about the next question? And that's what all Falcon fans want to know. What about playing for him? Would you ever play for him if you got a chance? I'm not going to turn down an opportunity to play with a you know, future Hall of Fame coach, but uh, we'll have to see where March leads. It's just a lot of unknowns right now. So, again, saying the right things, uh, the thought is that he could go back to Minnesota. I don't know what kind of salary situation. Los, you would have a better feel on this with Kirk Cousins. 36 coming off. The Achilles injury, what kind of numbers would we be talking about as far as years in contract for Cousins? We're probably looking at something similar to what Derek Carr was doing, somewhere in the, the four years, 150 with $60 million guaranteed. You, you're going to be chasing somewhere in that, that area. And it's, it's not the top of the list. The mm-hmm. top is now $50 million, but it's still really big, good money. Now, keep in mind a couple of things. The Falcons, as we sit here now, are about 25 to $30 million under the cap. They can create some more cap space pretty easily by – by letting go of a Taylor Heineke, by letting go of a Lorenzo Carter, Mike Hughes, and a few other guys. And if Belichick comes in, it goes back to the old ways, right, of the Falcons if they need to maneuver the cap. In other words, if they need to extend somebody's contract to open up a room, I think they're going to be more willing to do things, take some calculated risks, than they would have under the prior Arthur Smith-led coaching staff that they were trying to be patient and, quote, do it the right way. So I think that whole scenario would change. I guess I would just be curious because the the New England model was always you take our contract or else we trade you. And and that's what they would do. That's how I think they stayed competitive for so long because while they had obviously the goat at quarterback, they were constantly getting younger and having more draft picks. Mm-hmm. If you're talking about like opening up more cap space, the th- sort of the stuff you do is you give AJ Terrell a new contract, but he's the exact perfect guy that they offer, they lowball him. And if he doesn't take it, then they trade him on draft day. That has been the New England model when it was Bill Belichick operating then. All right, so one of the other guys who worked with Belichick in the past was former Falcon general manager Thomas Dimitrov. Dimitrov came with some numbers, came with some uh, stats to back up the impact of Bill Belichick. Now, I'm intimating this. It sounded like Thomas wouldn't mind if Bill brought him with him back to Atlanta. Take a listen to Dimitrov and the impact that Bill Belichick has had in his career. 
Bill Belichick, Bill added an average of 1.5 points per game above his talent, including Brady. This is a concept that a lot of people might not be able to grasp, including Brady from 2023, number one in the history of the league. And that's comparing to John Harbaugh at 1-4, Andy Reid at 1-3, and Dick Vermeil at 1-2. Like, this guy is on the top of his game still. I know people want to claim the Bill, the Tom Brady, and Tom's great. Two of the best at what they do. We get it. He's going into wherever he goes. He is the man out there that can help bring an organization to win a Super Bowl in the next three or four years over anyone. You didn't hear the end of it where he said, please hire me. <laughs> I know. And I'm available. I know. If That's a two-time needs, executive of the year. Right. If he needs a little assistance, I know Arthur Blank real well. I can help you out there. But what he said is part of the lore of Bill Belichick, right? And I know over the last couple of years, without Tom, it has changed a lot. But I will remind you guys again, they were in the playoffs two years ago with Mac Jones as a rookie at 10-7. and seven. So they managed to do that. The one thing about Bill's defense is they're always going to be stout. It's always going to give you an opportunity to do – some good things on that side of the ball. The question, again, will remain, how much does he want involvement in picking players? Because that's where the downfall started to happen in New England. And, again, who's his offensive coordinator? What's that going to look like are things we won't know until they get a deal done. Los, I'll add one uh, thing. The Falcons have announced they did complete an interview with Aaron Glenn. Okay. So that, I, that, that Check it off the list. I don't know if that was virtual. I assume it had to be, right? He's getting ready for uh, a playoff game. So that would right. have to be virtual. The reason I bring it up is there can't be any announcement of Belichick at least till next week. And I say that because they have to do the in-person interviews. They have to satisfy the Rooney rule, which, by the way, this is going to be one heck of a, a story to try to convince whoever the candidate is that's coming in for the in-person interview. You have to have two minority interviews in person that we're taking your interview as seriously as we are our chase for Bill Belichick. I don't know how they sell that one. I don't know. There's no good way to do it. But they have to do that before they can announce any head coaching hires, specifically Belichick. That's why I think we're going to see a, a Wednesday or Thursday next week when we finally get the official announcement. It could be the case. So we'll see how it looks, but that's the latest on that front. Now, there is actually football <laughs> this weekend. I know we forget with all the other stuff, but division round begins tomorrow. Texans at the Ravens at 430. Baltimore remains a 9.5-point favorite. That, according to the Caesar Sportsbook, Packers at Niners – Niners remain a nine-and-a-half point pick at home. That's an 8-15 start in San Francisco or Santa Clara. Sunday, Tampa's at Detroit with a 3.30 or 3 o'clock start. Excuse me. Lions remain a six-and-a-half point home favorite. And then the biggest of the big ones this weekend, Chiefs at Bills. That is a, a 6.30 start from Buffalo. Bills remain a two- to two-and-a-half point favorite. Caesar Sportsbook has Buffalo a two-and-a-half point pick. If you want to get to uh, Buffalo in the next, let's say, 12 to 24 hours, they are still looking for people to help them shovel snow. They'll give you 20 bucks an hour, no food this time, but they will give you breaks in a warm area, they say, where you can get out of the snow. Do you have a rooting interest in any storyline or any team? Because I kind of feel like Buffalo is, is that team for me right now. I would see that. No, I have no problem with that. At some point, you want to see that team. Like, I loved the Lions story last week for sort of the same reasons. Yeah. Not the same expectations. Buffalo's got a Super Bowl expectation. Detroit was, we're back in the playoffs. We want to win a playoff game. But the Bills part of it, yes. Like, that would be – that's the fan base that's, I mean, wanted and waited and it looks like they've been knocking on the door and here's the chance. And here's big, bad Patrick Mahomes again in your way, except you have him in your building. I mean, that storyline writes itself. It does have the idea of they, – they've been playing playoff football since basically the end of November. They've had to in order to get back into this thing. And now Superman lands in your building. And he's there to, to take your dates. I mean, that, that's that's what they have to do. They have to beat Patrick Mahomes. When I told you, I, I'm betting Buffalo in the game, but I am 
very hesitant because I'm betting against Patrick Mahomes in a playoff game, which has been a very bad idea. Now, it's a road game. I don't think he'll be spooked by the noise or the cold, any of that stuff. But you have to think Buffalo is going to be thrilled to be in their building trying to take one step closer to an AFC championship game. So we'll see how that plays itself out. We're also on Caleb Downs' watch in Athens, the now former safety of Alabama who entered the transfer portal. Remember, I told you his dad had said in an interview he thought Caleb would want to make a decision in about 48 hours. So we could be coming up on that. There were whispers earlier today that, I don't know, maybe it has some traction. I have no clue. But that Ohio State could be hot and heavy after downs, which makes sense. You would think some of your blue bloods around college football, just like Georgia, would be on the the, uh, trail of Caleb Downs. I have no idea if that happens or if Georgia's still the leader in the clubhouse. Everything I continue to read is that they are supposed to be the leader in the clubhouse. And interestingly enough, Caleb Downs is trending as of right now. Um, and so it, it always makes you jump on Twitter like, well, why is he trending? It's mm-hmm. because the word has been that it looks like it's supposed to be Georgia if it's going to be anywhere. All right, so we'll see how that go, uh, plays itself out. And tonight your Hawks are in South Florida against the uh, Heat. They were a six-and-a-half-point dog until it was announced Trey Young is not going to play due to illness. It only jumped up to seven. I'm a little surprised it didn't jump up a little more. Now, I only mentioned the point spread because – the Hawks are 10 and 30 <laughs> against uh, the spread this season. Ow. 10 and 30 per ESPN stats and info. That's the worst against the spread record in the past 30 years after 40 games in the uh, season. Congrats, I guess. If you're going to do something, you might as well do it well. All right, let's get our winging it idea. It's time to wing it. Presented by WNB Factory. Serving up Atlanta's best wings and burgers with over 60 locations. Find yours at WNBFactory.com. We've been taking your wing and idea answers at the Harrah's Cherokee Casino's Twitter feed. As we enjoy Bill Belichick watch, we asked you for a random bill. I don't know why. Just felt like it. Uh, Fact Sports went with uh, Wild Bill Contreras. Fat Casey, of this is him leaning into his character. He went with Bill Braschke from the SNL skit. Now, Bill Baker said, I'm going to keep it pretty simple. He's going with himself. <laughs> That's fine. Way to go, Bill. That's fine. Uh, Jeff mentioned Fire Marshal Bill. Okay, funny. Uh, Eddie gave us a Bill Walton reference. Uh, there's a lot of you doing the Bill Nye the Science Guy thing. That's happened quite a bit. Stop, people. Well, I mean, it's still, what, what is your anger towards Bill Nye the Science Guy? He's just full of it. Well, I mean, <laughs> this is the hill you're going to die on is going uh, after Bill Nye the Science Guy? Why not? Do you know something we don't know? He's a liar. And he's full of it. He's playing a character, and he tries to pass himself off as some sort of Hmm. expert in the way of science. Dude's like an accountant. Hmm. Uh, We got a Mr. Bill, a Kill Bill, a Bill McGill. They keep coming in. You can send your answers to the Harris Cherokee Casino's Twitter feed, a random bill. Spring is here, and baseball is back. You can't forget the Derby. I love the hats. Do you have yours yet? My hat? I treated myself to a whole outfit. If you want to be able to treat yourself, then you should check out the Nest Savings Account at LGE Community Credit Union, where they want you to reach your savings goals faster. Take it from a pair of 680 The Fan wives. Head to lgeccu.org to find out what makes their team number one in Georgia. Support for Extra 106.3 comes from Natural Body Spa and Skin Remedy, celebrating their 35th anniversary and offering gift cards in-store and online. You can discover Mother's Day and anniversary presents online at Natural Body Spa and Skin Remedy at naturalbody.com. Hi, I'm Mark Beckham with Atlanta Ramjack. We specialize in only foundation repair. What is foundation repair? Foundations sink or settle. These issues need to be addressed. It only becomes more costly the longer you put it off. 
What is the biggest cause of foundation problem? Either poor construction, inferior site preparation, or weather. Drought causes cracks in your foundations. If you see any signs of foundation issues, please contact us at atlantaramjack.com.